Welcome to the ERMI Podcast. I'm Joel Applebaum, the Chief Content Officer at ERMI, where we've been pioneering knowledge for over 40 years, empowering professionals like you to navigate the ever-evolving insurance landscape with confidence. In the heartland of America and across its sprawling plains, the Farm Bill stands as a testament to the resilience and innovation of the agricultural community. The 2023 Farm Bill is a comprehensive bundle of legislation, and it's more than just policy. It is the lifeblood of farming economy in America, affecting every facet from soil to supermarket, from the farmer's gate to the family dinner table. This pivotal bill shapes the dynamics of our food system, influencing what crops are grown and how they're cultivated and ensures our nation's food security and agricultural sustainability are maintained for future generations. The 2023 Farm Bill is at the forefront of change, set to introduce transformative policies that respond to contemporary challenges such as climate change, supply chain resilience, and the economic realities of today's farmers. With provisions that range from enhanced crop insurance and improved support for young and beginning farmers to innovate sustainable agricultural initiatives, it's a beacon of change. So as we stand by for its passage, we want to bring you this episode, a pivotal snap talk, an engaging precursor to the much anticipated 2024 AgriCon conference and a session titled the 2023 Farm Bill by AgriCon luminary Casey Roberts of Loris Insurance Consulting. So please set aside the next 15 minutes to join us on a deep dive with Casey. You're not just gaining a preview of the AgriCon content, you get a front row seat to understanding the historical significance, the intricate details, and the future outlook of the 2023 Farm Bill. This is a chance to prime yourself with knowledge that will help you do even better at AgriCon 2024 equipping you to navigate the waves of change with this legislation that will be brought to you and your clients. So let's talk about the Farm Bill. You know, the Farm Bill. Everybody knows the Farm Bill. It's the bill that connects the food on our plates, if you will, and the farmers and ranchers who produce the food and the natural resources, our soil, our air, our water, all the things that make growing our food possible. That's what the Farm Bill pretty much handles. Now, what is the Farm Bill? And as an example, what is the 2023 Farm Bill? Well, it's an omnibus bill, as they say, which means it just includes a whole lot of stuff that provides policy and funding levels for agriculture, food assistance programs, natural resources, and all sorts of other aspects of food and ag production under the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Now, depending upon who you ask, There's the good and the bad about the Farm Bill. Now, part of it is political as well. I mean, we can't seem to get away from that in today's society. It includes important areas extending crop insurance discounts for a set of farmers. Some say that it fails to properly address access and equity and environmental improvement and accountability. I told you. It's political. It reminds you of that old saying that there's two things in the world you don't want to see being made, sausages and laws. Okay, but that's just how it is. What's the major goal of the Farm Bill? Well, if we go all the way back to when it was first initiated and enacted in 1933, 
Yes, the Great Depression. This was a brainchild of one Franklin Delano Roosevelt. FDR first passed it in 1933. Now, we had just, we were in the midst of a Great Depression. I know, I was not there, but I read about it. As well as we had just come out of the Dust Bowl. Europe, after the First World War, had had a significant demand for imports, and so we offered loans to farmers to increase production. But late in the 20s, that demand for American imports in Europe plummeted, and because of that, farmers went bankrupt. Well, the government said we can't have that. We have to have an affordable way to keep food affordable for everyone, not just in the U.S., but since we're a breadbasket of the world for many. So it was first passed in 1933 as the Agricultural Adjustment Act, and it paid landowners subsidies to cover losses on the sale of their crops and encourage farmers to produce more or less, depending upon what they were being looked at. Now, some will tell you that the farm bill is really a misnomer, and I would probably fall into that group as well. We all have our own thoughts. And the reason it's a misnomer is because some 75% roughly of the most recent farm bill, that was the 2018 farm bill, goes to what is called, uh, you know, SNAP programs, the what we used to call the food stamp program, okay? So that's the Supplemental Nutritional Assistance Program, largest component of the farm bill. Of the some $428 billion earmarked in the Farm Bill in the 2019 to 2023 legislation, $325 billion and change was for nutrition. That's 76% of the total, and that is all for the SNAP program. Now, so why did it get the name of the Farm Bill? Well, because that was its original intent. It didn't change until roughly 1973, which was the biggest expansion of the Farm Bill, and that is when the SNAP program, which is then called the Food Stamp Program under Lyndon Johnson, was initiated and became a part of the Farm Bill. Now, what do we see going forward? Well, this is a watershed year, a landmark year, whatever you want to call it. It's going to, again, Tell us why. It's going to define for us, if you will, that self-fulfilling statement of you never want to see laws and sausages made, if you will, to paraphrase it. And it will be a political football. It always has been and is politicized as we are today. It is not going to be any different going forward. Now, the food bill a.k.a. the Farm Bill, if you will, is divided up into 12 segments, and each segment is called a title. So you would hear the Farm Bill when you start reading about it as the legislation moves forward as the various titles in the Farm Bill. Now, those titles include 12 various areas. It has been as many as 25 in the past, but at this point in time, we're stuck with 12. It addresses commodities, conservation, trade, nutrition, credit, rural development, research extension and related matters, forestry, energy, horticulture, crop insurance, and then what is called the miscellaneous area. Now, it is expected that the 2023 Farm Bill is going to have these same 12 areas. As an example, when we talk about commodities, this is about commodity supports and disaster assistance. 
When we talk about conservation, we're dealing with environmental stewardship of lands and land retirement programs and working lands programs and things of that nature. Trade is about agricultural export programs in the U.S. and international food assistance programs. Nutrition, that's the SNAP program, the big majority of the Farm Bill. Credit is about loans and guarantees to farmers to assist them in buying lands and operating their farms. Rural development is about rural housing and community facilities, business and utility programs. So when you hear about 5G coming to uh, rural lands, rural areas of the U.S., that's part of the rural development, if you will, of the Farm Bill. Research for agriculture and extension programs. Forestry is USDA forestry management. Energy is about renewable energy support and grants and loans and guarantees. Horticulture is more than just flowers. It's really about support for specialty crops and USDA certified organic foods. So that has a significant area. Crop insurance is the second largest portion of the Farm Bill and accounts for roughly 19% of the most recent Farm Bill. So between the 76% for SNAP and 19% for crop insurance, well, we've got another 9% for crop insurance. So we have the other 10 titles accrue roughly 15% of the remaining funding. Okay. Now, what can we expect going forward? Well, if it is not extended in a timely fashion, we could lose some initial support for things such as organic farm support and conservation reserves and environmental quality incentives. Those already ended September 30th, if you will. Some programs will go forward with a different set of circumstances. Other programs will remain unchanged because they have permanent funding, such as the crop insurance program. Okay? Now, it is expected that with the passage of the 2023 uh, Farm Bill, it may end up being the 2024 Farm Bill, depending upon how we go, that this cost could get as large as some $1.5 trillion over the next decade, which would make it the most expensive yet. Again, we don't know where this will go, and we're just going to have to stay tuned to see what happens with the decisions of our federal legislators. What we do know is this. It will be rancorous. It will not be pleasant to watch. But if you believe in the power of compromise, and I happen to, I think we'll get it done. It just won't be in the most timely of manners. And again, that would be not be an, an anomaly because we've seen in the past that the crop bill has all oftentimes been delayed in receiving its federal funding. So stay tuned, see what happens with the farm bill as our federal government moves forward in its own inimitable way. And we'll talk about the passage of the farm bill at the Agricon conference in San Mateo and Des Moines. That'll be fun. At least then we'll have something concrete to report. Thanks for tuning in. Take care. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Army Podcast and it's equipped you with a greater understanding and appreciation for the 2023 Farm Bill and its far-reaching effects on our food and farming systems. And we hope you keep engaging with us for more insightful discussions that empower you to take on the complexities of agricultural insurance and risk management with authority and confidence. And you can do that 
at our AgriCon conference in beautiful San Mateo, California. Go to ermi.com, sign up, and we hope to see you there. Thanks for listening.